Hey friends, this is season three of Mommyhood to Menopause, the podcast. No matter what phase of life you're in, we are going to laugh our way through parenthood, life, and those life changes. This podcast is for all women of any age who love good vibes and can find the humor in life. Like that time Lorraine lost her wedding rings and tore apart all of Charlotte to find them. Well, we want you to join the conversation too. Follow us on Instagram at mommyhood, the number two menopause podcast, and tell us your crazy stories. This is real conversation between friends. So let's spill the tea. Episode three, here we are. Girl, episode three in January, the middle of January. January always seems like the longest month to me. And I know it's because I try dry January every year. (laughs) I know that's why it feels so long. Like at what point did we think it was a good idea to take the longest month of the year and get rid of booze? Well, I think it's the thought is, you know, fresh, like fresh start, (laughs) fresh takeoff into the, you know, your, all your goals. And I think it kind of lines up, but for me, January... Okay, yeah, it's a long month, but it's also my month where I just feel like I'm barely, I'm barely trekking along. It takes me a little bit to bounce back from the holidays. I can see that. I feel like a lot of people probably are there with you where, you know, you've had so much time off or you, you know, the kids are just getting back in school, whatever it may be. So there's like a whole new repetition of schedule. So my Christmas trees are all still up. (laughs) I mean, it's January 18th. (laughs) Okay. So, you know, here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not ashamed of this. You shouldn't be. And I did a poll on Instagram and all my friends said just to leave them up. So I took their advice and did just that. And I'm, I like the white twinkle lights and I'm not afraid to say it. Will you decorate it for Valentine's (laughs) day? I know a lot of people change the decorations on the tree. My goal this weekend is to just get it on. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on, so. That's true. I have a life, Lorraine. Wow. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> All right, Barb. I know you're saying you're having a hard time getting into the swing of things, but you are one of the most positive people I know. So the ball is in your court this week for our quote of the week. Quote of the week is, consistency is better than perfection. We can all be consistent. Perfection is impossible. So I am consistently enjoying my Christmas in January. Okay, like yeah, I do think this is so true. I had a quote in front of me the other day, and it said "head down, hopes high," and I thought, you know, like that is what I want my twenty twenty two to be. Like That's I just a really want a good one. Too. Yeah, like just be consistently working toward the goal. Yeah, because you're moving ahead, right? It might not be perfection, but but you're gonna get. You're going to make movement. Yeah. So that's my that's my thought for 2022. So a lot of my friends have COVID right now. A couple of my very dearest friends, their kids, their family members, their moms, their dads, the whole bit. And, you know, I feel like sometimes it's just everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it's at every turn. Every time I get a sniffle, I'm thinking, you know, is this COVID? Is it not? And a lot of these people are vaccinated. Yeah. So, you know, and some of them have no symptoms at all. Some of them are covered up. Like my good, a good friend of mine, she is, she's got just about every symptom. Oh, really? Yeah, like it's really bad. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a little scary. I'm getting ready to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. And are you going out of the country? No, no, no. I'm going, I'm just going to Florida. Okay. But it makes me a little apprehensive. I mean, you know, not, not so much that I will stay home, 
but it is a little, it's a lot. It's, a, it's, it's just another variable, right? When you go on vacation, I feel like the prep for it mm-hmm. is almost enough to make you want to stay home, you know? 100%. Right? So <laughs> I just, I dread the whole process. And then the thought of, you know, we're doing an Airbnb, so I'll reclean when I get there mm-hmm. and just the whole thing, you know? Yeah, I think Dallas and I are probably going to stay in the U.S. Now, we did... I told you guys last week, we went to the Bahamas in the beginning of December, but now with everything being so uncertain and so many people testing positive for COVID, I'm afraid to leave the country and not be able to get back in. Right. I know. Well, if I had small children, I would be really, really concerned about that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I really would. It would be, you know, there are parts of me that want to live life just like it's not around and I but then when you do you ever have those, and we have, have those, to to a certain point I agree but don't you have those moments where you're like I have some days when I'm out and about and I don't feel that anxiety or the pressure to you know check my hands every few minutes and then there are days when I, I guess maybe when I've listened to the news or I know some like recently it's been really bad when a, so many people have COVID mm-hmm. that I know I think oh my goodness like I really need to to watch that I mean I need to be a lot more careful and I think the you know average person too we got into this position after it was really bad in the pandemic and it started to get a little bit better where we let our guard down a lot and that's I think what happened and why so many people got sick this time around. Yeah, I mean, I do. And I also think, you know, the the, the variant. Is, oh, 100. You know what it, I mean? It's definitely. Yeah. I shouldn't say that's the only reason, yeah. right? But this new variant is like crazy contagious. But we were also used to like, okay, we've gotten into a good swing of things. We thought we were doing things right. And then this, this variant came and was like, oh, hold my beer. I'm going to get y'all sick, you know? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Oh, so rude. (laughs) (laughs) How could you? No, I totally agree. It's not easy to navigate. And again, with so many people close to me so sick, it really puts it in the forefront of my mind. So So what's going on in your life? How's January treating you other than... You know... I'm a little afraid to tell this story because Elena's in here and I'm about to throw her under the bus. Uh, Elena is my friend from Italy who is my former au pair. She came back to stay with us for the holidays. And I told you guys, I do dry January every year. And I know I'm realistic about it, right? I hate to set quote unquote New Year's resolutions because resolutions to me get broken at the drop of a hat. People don't even make it through the first one. So you're setting yourself up basically to not follow completely through. No, because once a resolution is broken, that's like it. People don't go back to it. That is true. Right? Okay. So good, I good. set goals for the year. And one of my goals is to make it through dry January. <laughs> but if that doesn't happen, dry January turns into dry-ish January for me. Which is better than a completely soaking wet January. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean. And, you know, there's plenty of mocktails out there. And maybe I'll share a mocktail this week. But I'm sitting on the couch last Saturday. And I open a bag of truffle popcorn. And I'm sitting there watching a movie with Elena. And... We start joking around. Okay, about- wait, wait, wait. So is Elena doing dry January as well, or no, is this just a no, little no, 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 no. thing? 
actually, I'll be honest with you, Dallas usually does dry January with me, my husband, and he's not doing it this year. So he'll have like, you know, a glass of bourbon. So I'm the only one in the household <laughs> doing dry January. Oh, I know. Doesn't that seem mean? It's not right. right? There's nothing right about this. Safety in numbers, people. And they're like, yeah, we do have safety in numbers. Come over to the dark side. Have a cocktail. But I'm sitting on the couch. Elena and I, we have this popcorn out. And we're joking around how truffle goes great with champagne or Prosecco, as Elena says. And the next thing I know, I black out and I have a glass of (laughs) Prosecco in my hand to go with my truffle popcorn and our movie. Well, we only get our first glass down and we go to pour the second glass. We're having a good time. I finish my second glass of champagne and I turn around and Miss Elena is nowhere to be found. And I'm like, where did she go? (laughs) So I start looking around the house. I'm calling out to her. She's not answering me. I text her. She's not answering. So finally, I go up to her room, and this cat is sleeping. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm like, you just bamboozled me out of dry January only to go and take to a go nap. To bed. I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. I'm like, you know what? So what? Let me ask you, okay, and really, 55, I'm just being real. So what? Why? Why? Why do you go to dry January? Why why would you want to do dry January? Like, what's the benefit of dry January? I think it's just, you know, you're coming off the holiday season and you've probably gone to a million Christmas parties or New Year's events or just get togethers with your friends. And it's a booze fest, right? Like when you go to these parties, you're just drinking more than you really should be. So it's like a reset. It's like a detox. Right. And it's a good way, I think, to jumpstart if you're like trying to lose weight or, you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Find that motivation to start working out again. Because don't they say alcohol is nothing? I mean, it turns straight to sugar, right? Oh, Isn't yeah. That right? And it takes three days to burn that sugar. But it also just makes you feel a little bit more lethargic. Okay, yeah. You know, when I'm in my normal routine and I have a glass of wine here and there, I might be less likely to go and get on the Peloton because really? it's you five o'clock that? somewhere. <laughs> and, you know, the, the, you're weighing it out. And you're like, no, I'm not going to do it. I well, think, Yeah. And, you know, for me, the first chance that I get to really get on the Peloton is probably between three and five o'clock in the afternoon. Right. So I've been up since four. I mean, that is happy hour at its height for me. If I, if I was up every day. So today I had to get up. I was at an appointment early. I mean, full makeup, the whole bit. I don't know how you do it every... I, I just... I don't know. <laughs> I would be drinking continually if I had your life. Well, I told you, I used to drink coffee until it was socially acceptable to drink wine. And now I'm trying to, like, find that happy medium. So you found it with Elena, but she built on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know what? To be fair with kids, it's really hard. It is really hard to do dry January. And I don't want to sound like the mommy lush over here oh, who's, yeah. you know... A lot of it is playful banter, but a lot of it really is like a release at the end of the night to just sit down and have well, one glass of wine. don't you think it wine. becomes like this habit that is... It's your relaxation. Right. It's, it's just your habit of, this is my wind down for yeah. the evening. This is my mindset. But I just need to find a, a new wind down now, you know? Okay, so, all right. So you, you 
fell off the wagon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you back on? Do you do you jump off and on the wagon yes. in January? So or once you fall off, like you're just. <laughs> that is basically what I told Elena. After Elena woke up from her nap, I pretty much like berated her. <laughs> it was like, I can't believe you did this that to poor me. Girl. I'm, I'm never doing this with you again. I'm back on you're the wagon. You're not really my friend. Yeah. I'm like, have fun drinking by yourself until you leave. But, you know, because I was like, I was trying to be a good friend. You're leaving in a few days. I wanted to have a glass of wine with you. And then you tied my shoelaces okay. together and ran off. So do you feel, <laughs> does it make you feel like you failed? Or do you feel no. like you don't, you don't get that? No. And I think it's because I'm not going at it to a New Year's resolution perspective. Right. You know, it's more of a goal for January. So I think you should cut her some slack. You know, she's, she's leaving. <laughs> it's just the because she's sitting here right now. You're telling me to cut her. Ma- some maybe slack. so. I, I like her so much. <laughs> I love her. But, she... <laughs> but <laughs> I love you. But yes. don't you think it's interesting sometimes what we think is expected, like truly expected in friendship and like, she doesn't care. She's in the bed, girl. She's taking yeah. a nap. She's like, adios. <laughs> Sayonara. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I did quit dry January early. I, Again, I said it's dry-ish January now, but I did find an article when people typically quit dry January or quit their, you know, there's that whole 31 too. I think when I fell off the wagon, it was like January 8th. (laughs) That's a weekend. I know. I didn't even make it a full two weeks. Well, so you're talking about whole 32. Like I... I had this thought about like no sugar in January, but then you have all those leftovers. Like we have cakes and cookies. Mm -hmm. And so I'm waiting until all that was gone. So it's kind of gone. And I'm, I'm thinking maybe February might be, February, free February. Well, February is a good month because it's the shortest month of the year. That's, I think, when we should be doing all of this. I think we should. <laughs> next year, girl, we got it. 2023. But I found an article and it was from Metro UK. And it is when the majority of people fall off their dry January wagon. Do you want to take a guess to see how far people make it? Wow, I would say five days in. Oh, really? You think that quickly? Yeah. I made it eight, and you think I'm an overachiever? I think you are an (laughs) overachiever. Yeah, I'm like, wow, very impressive. Uh, Well, 50% of adults give up dry January the second week of the month. I mean, I can see them. Okay, think about it. Middle, in the middle. Like, that's when you basically fall apart in any process, I think. Yeah. That makes sense. Most people, specifically, on January 16th is how far they make it. Interesting. Yeah. So two, how many days ago? A couple days ago. So if you've fallen off the dry January wagon, just know that you can still get back on. There's still time. Just know that you're basic, that you are among the the basic statistic. And mm-hmm. But you know, here's what I will say. It's hard to see. I think the first couple of weeks you're cranked, right? Like you're going to do this. Then it becomes really boring. It's easier when you have someone. Like I've had years where obviously last year... Was it last year I was pregnant? No, the year before I was pregnant. <laughs> I can't even remember. How old's my kid? But the year that Dallas and I both did it together, it was so much easier. Now, he was really stressed out. So by the end of the month, I was like, dude, just have a drink. I'll pour you the bourbon. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. Please, take, I can't, please drink. I cannot take your stress. No, so you, so you like an accountability partner. I do. I think it's easier. Uh, that does nothing for me. For Really? Any workout, eating, nothing. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I don't care what you do. You do you. I'm going to do me. And don't tell me how to do me. I am so easily swayed when it comes to a party. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm not. 
Oh my, I'm very disappointed. I mean, I could sit here and be like, nope, locking up the uh, wine cellar for the month. And then you could call me. And say so you want to go out to dinner and grab a drink and you'd, yeah. you'd be out the door. You could be like, let's go to dinner. And I like, in my mind, don't even think any two steps ahead there. But when we get to dinner and you order a glass of Prosecco, I'm like, well, <laughs> no see I'm the opposite I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do regardless of what you say what you can't guilt me into it Good like for you no I'm like well I bought a juicer did I mention this two years ago I just gave my juicer away you could have had mine still in the box I'm not I don't <laughs> literally the plastic is still covering the it's juicer so much work and who wants that just Loren? go to clean we juice don't need, well or just drink a coke I mean I'm just like <laughs> just like no I don't so my friend every week she's like have you gone and gotten your kale have you gone and gotten your carrots and I'm like get off me get off me I, I just don't no I don't budge I just I don't have that well this article goes on to say that 30% of people entering dry January said that they would be happy to be alcohol free for two weeks so I think people are really mindful that this is a hard goal to accomplish I mean, yeah, I guess, you know. There's th- there's two things that I can't say no to, and it's a glass of Prosecco and French fries. Really? Mm-hmm. Those are the things you can't say no to. Those two things. I am like you in any other circumstance except for those two things. I, it depends. You know, my mindset, if, uh, most of the time I cannot say no to cake. Cake is like, Cake oh, is your thing. I know girl, it is. I love a good I know cake. It is. Give me some cake. But when I get into the right frame of mind, I can say no to that too. I remember one year we were at Disney World and I literally ate grapes while everybody else has eaten like the ice cream Mickey ears. Like I was just like, no. <laughs> Frozen grapes? I'm, no, promise. Like I was like, not happening. I'm not messing up. Wow. But it, I know, but I haven't, well, that was once in my life. This time. <laughs> One time, girl, that was it. But I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm really, I'm really hoping to, to find that place again one day soon. Well, aren't you doing really good on your diet? Yeah, I'm doing really, well, I'm not really dieting. I'm just kind of eating less. I'm just trying to be balanced. I'm, that's my thought. My thought for 2022 is I just want to be really balanced in every aspect of my life. I love that. Well, I mean, I'm not saying I'm doing it. I'm just saying that's my thought. But I mean, that's where I hope to go, maybe by the end of the year. But yeah, so I've lost like seven pounds. Good for you. Haven't worked out. Have you been working out? I have not. I hope that at some point I will get my on the Peloton. I did take a yoga class, but that was the only thing that I've done thus far this, this year. See, I'm either all in or all out because I feel like that one yoga class, that was just a waste of your time. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like one... D- <laughs> Right? No, because I have the whole Peloton app, so I can take them on my iPad. So it was a situation where, like, Cash was doing something, and I had to sit there with him. So I was right. like, well, while you're, you're reading making, your book, I'm right. going to take a yoga class on this side of the room. Okay. They say that it's better to be in your frame of mind than mine all in, all out. So, you know. I just have so many other things to knock off my list that it's hard to fit in that time to work out especially when you don't enjoy it like I do not enjoy working out I you know what's funny I don't like it when I'm fat 
Like when I'm really lean, uh-huh. I feel like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I got this. But when I'm like where I am right now, where I'm just not in shape at all, and I don't mean fat, like, I mean, I have excess body fat, sure. not necessarily that I'm heavy, but it's just, I don't know. I just can't, mm-mm, I don't can't get there. No, I cannot. I, I need to do, I need to do more self-care overall. Like truly <laughs> I do. I'm no, no joke, but. Well, I am officially back on the wagon and Alina's on her own for the rest of the time that she's here while I'm in dry January. But I do want to transition because I know we have a mother knows best for this week. And Liz, she sent us uh, an email. And Barb, you've got it over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liz says she's a longtime fan of the show. And she said that she needs us to discuss this topic. This man that she's dating right now is 32 years old and he only takes baths. Okay. He, <laughs> blank stare from Laurent. Like, so it, corporate job, nice car, great apartment. And he seems to like, you know, have his life together. But for some reason, she has a real issue with the fact that he won't take a shower, that he only takes a bath. She says that when he was a kid, he never liked to take them. And he only takes two showers a month when he's in a real rush, even if he has a rubber ducky. She thinks it's really weird and thinks that maybe he has a mother issue or something. <laughs> because he takes baths, he has a mommy issue? He told Well, he told her he was close with his mom. And she feels like a grown man shouldn't want to take a bath all the time. So they just started dating. Yeah, I mean, apparently. I mean, Barb, you've been in the dating pool the most recent between the two of us. Yep. So would this be a deal breaker for oh, you? Oh, you're out. Really? You're in the bathtub soaking? Oh my gosh, you have no idea. We make so much fun of my husband and call him Hugh Hefner because he takes bubble baths and then walks around in his robe. <laughs> no, he does not. He surely does. No, you I'm know not what? dating you. If you're in the bath, so you're going to look at me, big grown man running the world, and you take a bubble bath every day? Sorry, Dallas. You don't think that's no. relaxing? I think it's... I wish I could take a bubble bath every day. I think day. it's too soft for me. Really? Yeah, like I want a man who's in the shower and he's busy and he's, yeah. I am so surprised by you. But that's, you know what? That's what makes this podcast great. No, no. So, okay, like you just met Dallas and you just find out that he's a bubble bath guy. This doesn't raise a question. Uh, like No, bath? not really. Can I see the email for a second? Yeah. Because she says in this email... That he's got a great corporate job, nice car, beautiful apartment. Seems like he's got his stuff together. Read all that. So to me, that this is profiling, but that sounds right on par with the personality traits. Like you like the finer things in life. You attend to yourself. Maybe he's a little bit more metro than what she's used to. I mean, my mom's boyfriend gets manicures. I'm okay with a manicure. And pedicures. I don't mind that. Great. But get out of the bathtub, dude. Like, <laughs> You're okay with manicures, but you don't think that people should take bubble baths? Yes, correct. You- uh, no. Okay. So, th- okay. It's, it's a presentation. You want to have a nice manicure, well manicured hands. I don't have a problem with that. Uh-huh. You're soaking in the freaking tub all afternoon? Like, that's just off to me. No, I will say. Okay, and when you, so back to Dallas. So <laughs> so you're telling me, the, this it's like a bubble bubble bath? Uh, yeah. When's his birthday? He is March 18th, so oh, he's I'm a good. Pisces. I'm very concerned. He's a water sign. Very sensitive. <laughs> he puts bath salts in it, so like Epsom salts and. Shut up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm getting him a goodie basket full of all <laughs> kinds of... Ba- really? Yeah. 
He'll pour himself a so bourbon. So how long? How long is he in the tub soaking? A long time. He's a like, long what's time a long in the time? tub. What? What is that? Thirty minutes. Like that's a long time to be in the bathtub to me. Like the water is cold in thirty minutes. Elena said it. It takes a lot of time to put water in the bathtub. And he's got like bath salts in there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. He loves his baths. That's why we we made fun of him when I first met him. I mean, you know, we all tortured each other when we first started sure, meeting. Course, yeah. But, you know, when I first would stay the night or, you know, when we moved in together, I'm like, you're taking a bath again? Okay, so this like, is not something. you are? It's not something he tries to hide. This no. is like, hey, I've got my bathtub filling up right now. He's pretty proud of it, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, girl, no, no. If if a man, if I'm dating you and you say, hey, I'll be over right after I get finished soaking in the tub, I got things to do. I don't, <laughs> nope. It is like an end of the night thing for him. But I, like Funny. I said, I don't see anything wrong with it. I do think that there is something weird about sitting in your own filth for 30 minutes. But <laughs> Well, you're not that filthy if you're freaking soaking every night for 30 minutes. I guess not. Right? I don't know. It's still the water, but I guess you swim in pools. So I retract that last statement. Good job. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, we're going to wrap it up for this week. Thank you guys so much for joining us. If you have a mother knows best, please feel free to reach out to us on our Facebook page. We have a brand new Facebook page, yes, by the way, that Elena set up for us. It's beautiful. You can also get our podcast there if you are on your mobile device. You can't do it on the desktop yet, but Facebook is working on that, but you can do it on your phones. Perfect, man. That makes it so much easier. Have a fabulous, fabulous week, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Mommyhood to Menopause podcast. If you like what you heard, we would love to have you join us weekly. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and review us. Unless you hated it, in which case, just ask someone for a hug and move along, sis. Also, don't forget to follow us at Mommyhood, the number two menopause podcast on Instagram and on our personal pages, all of the F words and Southern Blonde Chic. Thanks for listening.